welcome to the Just Pause podcast with me, Claire Edwards. Today we have a listener story from Karen White. I know Karen really as Miss Hennell, as she was one of my teachers from secondary school. So it's been lovely to catch up with her and have a chat after seeing one of her posts on Facebook um, about her hair and perimenopause. So I'm going to get out of the way and let her speak and tell her story. And I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed recording. No, that's yours. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's all right. No, it's good. It means it's happening in real time, <laughs> which is cool. <laughs> um, but I'm going to get you to introduce yourself. Okay. Because um, I will have said a little bit in the intro, but um, yeah, carry on. So Say what you like. I am, I am Claire's old teacher, <laughs> yeah. so I'm really ancient now and I'm 50 years old. Um, <laughs> and I guess I, 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 I'm still a teacher. Um, and just I've gone actually gone through the menopause and come out the other side Epic. so I've, I've had that whole journey amazing um, yeah that's really good it'll be lovely to talk to you about your experience mm. overall and maybe well we'll see what comes out I'm not going to kind of prejudge and say positives and negatives mm. I'm just going to let you talk about it um, but yeah I mean when roughly do you think that everything started menopause wise for you I, I think looking back um, I I after I turned 40, uh, in the, I turned 40 in September, and my dad died in the March, and I think that possibly could have triggered something, because mm-hmm. um, I'm also a migraine sufferer, so by the September, I was having really, really bad migraines, okay. so like three-day migraines that were terrible, Wow. <clears throat> and I, looking back, I think that's very much hormonal, and it's really difficult, because when you go to the doctor's, they, they do blood tests, but that's not... You realise now that's not the best way to have any sort of diagnosis. So um, for quite a long time, it was it, it was all migraine-based, and I was, I, I was being treated for migraine. So I think that masked a lot of my symptoms. Mm-hmm. So even though I reckon it was 41, it wasn't really until about three or four years ago. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, when I moved back to the UK, I, I went when all the menopause stuff was coming out, and I looked at the symptoms, and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely me. I've that I've been doing that for a long time, mm. and then I went to the doctors, and um, and then I got the the um, uh, HRT stuff, and that was ah, brilliant. Okay, so cool. yeah, so up to that point, I think you don't like. I thought, oh, I'm forgetting things. I've got dementia. <laughs> I, I'd be teaching the classroom, and I'd be like, right, what's that thing? You know, it's got ears and it wags its tail. What's that called? And the kids would look at me and go, do you mean a dog? And I'd be like, yes. That's the word, and you're like, oh my gosh, um, and yeah, it, you just don't really realize what's going on, and and I put a lot of it down to migraines. And yeah. Stuff, so, yeah, but I think looking back, I reckon it was around my forty first, uh, just coming up to forty first birthday. Blimey, yeah. So I guess then, yeah, you had this kind of three four year, not kind of lag, I suppose, but yeah, where everything was being well, the, where perhaps the wrong things were being treated. It was more definitely, targeted. Mm. And, um, and they say like with migraines that your hormones get worse and uh, uh, sorry whatever's going on with your hormones make the migraines worse and I think that was that was one of those things so I went on all sorts of medication um and there was one migraine med I went on that that was a bit weird it was it, it was great for a time but then it, it wasn't working for me and then um then COVID hit and the new migraine med I was taking 
because the doctors, the specialist flew into the island, he wasn't on the island. So I went through a period of not taking anything. And then that's when you start to do a lot of the reading and you go, yeah, I've got that symptom, I've got that symptom. Mm. And you start, you start saying, yeah, I think, I think I am perimenopausal. And then you're like, okay, then, yeah. So actually my, my journey has only been like three or four years of actually me thinking about it. About it, yeah. yeah. Do you want to explain where you were living before? Oh, UK? yeah. I was, li- I, was living <laughs> in, I, don't know. I was living in a tiny Caribbean island called the Cayman Islands, <laughs> which is a, a speck. It's not even on some maps. It's just south of, Jim- no, south of Cuba, west of Jamaica. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I was just a teacher there. I wasn't anything really fancy schmancy but of course um everything there is done on health insurance and the specialists flying from america or so even i'd gone to the doctors and said i you know i think i might be perimenopausal they would just go yeah you might be but but it's not at that time i think everywhere it wasn't really a big thing yeah i think it's only been in the last few years where you know people like davina mccall have come out and said these are the, these are the symptoms you should be looking for. Go to your doctors. Mm. Um, and actually, the doctor here was very good. As soon as I went and said, "Look, I think I might be perimenopausal," she talked to me about my symptoms. She said, "Yeah, let's get you on HRT straight away." And th- that was brilliant. It was like, um, it, it at, at my worst stages, I think I thought to myself, n- not that I I I wanted to die, but I just thought if I died, nobody would miss me. Oh, I didn't really feel like I had a purpose. Okay. Um, and it was just, it, that was just that weird feeling. As soon as you take the HRT, that, that kind of definitely helps. And that's what they say. They, it, 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 somebody that I worked with said they were feeling really down one day. They also had hormone patches. And they couldn't work out why. When they got home, they'd realised that the patch had slid off. And they just said they just felt really blue and down. And you just think, crikey, it, it makes such a big difference. Yeah. Um, and it does. It, it, it just messes with everything. It was, it's just one of those things. It's not that you really want stuff. but just you don't feel you've got any purpose. Okay. And that's yeah. that's kind of like an extreme extreme thing and I know that some women suffer really badly from that. Yeah. And well, it would be nice for you to talk a little bit more about maybe HRT journey as well. Mm. Um it sounds like you've had a really easy one, which is awesome. I, I feel I have. I've been really yeah. lucky. So, um I I just have the gel, cool. which I put on my legs and I just take a a tablet, I can't remember, progesterone tablet. Mm-hmm. So the combination of that the progesterone tablet is supposed to protect your womb from the HRT, so mm-hmm. I think I'm not really good on the science, but cool. um, I literally I just put bits of gel on the inside of my thighs before I go to bed, and that's been really good. Brilliant. So started off with whatever dosage and and just built up a little bit, and then that's been really good. And I'm very lucky that the pharmacists here um, have always had stock in. I've never gone through, Brilliant. I haven't been able to get hold yeah. of it, so. Um, yeah very lucky so I do feel I've been really lucky with my journey but I think as well because I was kind of at the end of it um it it did really work for me so I see what you mean yeah Mm. so you've kind of come in not really knowing that that's well maybe suspecting that that's what it was but thinking oh it might just be migraines anyway and I've got the meds for that yeah sometimes I guess it's psychological when you feel like you're on medication for something and sometimes it's the placebo effect in any way that maybe helps it yeah kind of work not yeah. not so much for the no. hrt it's more for your migraines maybe if you were on that medication it's yeah. like cool that problem has been sorted because i'm taking yeah. medication for that now so i don't know then whether psychosomatically it might have then it, it <laughs> might, things yeah. might have eased off i don't know well because if I'm things like night sweats i didn't really get night sweats um and i think when i talked to my doctor and came out she said it could have been that the migraine meds that i was taking masking that but I still don't I think I've been really lucky because um my hot flushes I just suddenly get really hot usually in the morning I just throw the covers off 
and then that's that's fine. But I know other people like literally drip with sweat. Mm. But um, obviously, I couldn't talk to my mum about it because oh, she had no. passed away. Yeah. But her sister is still alive, and she's a lovely spinster who's going to be <laughs> 80, 87, or is she going to be 88 next week? Amazing. But she <laughs> said she just used to go to the supermarket and she just couldn't decide what like packet of biscuits to buy, and she'd be there really indecisive and she said that was probably as bad as it got but actually <laughs> she'd also lost her mum around the same time oh. and was on um so they put her on medication for for menopause that, that she kept on for a while so oh, wow. she just had quite an easy journey so I actually feel quite lucky that, cool. I, that I had such a good journey um and love come out the other side but I mean there are still things when you look back that you you don't really put it down to you just put it down to whatever's going on in your life so things like um I always used to wear contact lenses and I went through a, a st- well I, st- I still can't really wear contact lenses because my eyes have got really dry that's a bit of an unusual symptom um and then um so it, it's just like my eyes just go too dry yeah. and then I think my prescription changed and it it, it wasn't working for me so I, I um, ended up just wearing glasses um and then I do. I did. I still have a little bit of vaginal dryness, which makes things like you don't think about it, but going for a smear test is really uncomfortably, yeah, I guess, uh, uncomfortable, and those kinds of things. Like nobody tells you that kind of stuff when you're no. you, when you get there, and it's um, yeah, just stuff like that. So like, and also chin hair, <laughs> it comes in abundance, just like tufty ones. Yeah. Um. So little things like laser treatment or, or yeah you know, which is whatever. good and I guess you don't yeah. really know if you're then on HRT HRT treatment you don't know whether that's kind of moved in slightly more because you're on the HRT or yeah. what is affected but I guess it's swings age. and roundabouts yeah. and you just have to think actually if I'm not getting some of these symptoms because yeah. I'm on the HRT actually I can just go and get some laser treatment exactly. and get that bit sorted because actually that's yeah. that's dealable with I can exactly. sort that out <laughs> I definitely think that that if you are able to take HRT I think it's really it's really good to do to see if it's the right fit for you but yeah. I think other things as well like um like I, I, I did I go through ups and downs with exercise but I did join a running club and I, I can run five kilometers and do run five nice. kilometers at least once a week and I think doing exercise is really good but it's also one of those where when you don't do it it's very it's very difficult to motivate yourself I think when you're sort of menopausal because everything changes in your you do get that middle-aged breath that it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't seem to go away mm. um but then when you hit a certain age you just like i just don't care yeah <laughs> and which is nice yes. yeah <laughs> I, i'll tell you the other really the really bad thing for me is i always used to have had really long hair this yes. is what prompted you to get absolutely yeah you put a lovely yeah. facebook post yeah. up and i just thought it'd be great to talk to you about this because i yeah. think a lot of women really um have personality with their hair and yeah. that is a really big part of how it they is, look yeah. and how confident they feel yeah. and everything so yeah and, and mine had just gone i mean i've got very fine hair just a lot of it but it had gone very dry and very thin i actually went through a, a stage and i think it might be a menopause symptom and i'm not sure that um my scalp was like it was sunburnt because and it, and it i think that was one of the symptoms and it was just really itchy but then I seemed to lose a lot of hair. I, mm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to be a, a bold old lady. What's <laughs> wrong with me? Um, but it just went really dry and frizzy on the ends. And so I had to have it all cut off. So it was probably down to my, my chest. And I had to cut up to my chin. But yeah. even the ends then were just really fine. Mm. And for, for quite a few years, it was, it was actually quite devastating. Because you're right, it, if you've, you've always really liked your hair. Um, but gradually, over... 
the last three years, it has started to grow back and um, it, I've now got to probably the, the dry bits of below my shoulder and the rest is okay. But you could see for a long time it was about there. The, the oh, I see. Yeah. So it's kind of almost grown out. It's grown back. Yeah. Still. It's grown that's back. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. I, I like, and I don't know if that's like I'm a I'm a big fan of vitamins. So I take vitamins. I take. I was taking um, the hairdresser that was recommended these tablets called Phyto tablets. That's P H Y T O, and they were really good for hair hair oh, stuff. Yeah. So I was taking kind of supplements, if you like. Yeah. Um, I still take like a vitamin D supplement and not so I don't know if any of that worked or just mm. good shampoo but just looking after your hair and being being mindful I suppose at the time it was devastating but it it, it might grow back it may not but yeah. it's not the end of the world it's yeah. just that you you end up just you have to adapt to the changes and get used to it it's just it takes a little bit of time but yeah no I guess yeah. it was lovely to read your post being like it's okay like it's not going to last forever I think that's something that is such a huge mm. thing for people especially when you're in whatever scenario you are and I don't know perhaps you are on medication or you're trying bits and pieces out and nothing's mm. working and you think oh my goodness this is going to be the same like same old same old for the yeah. rest of my life now yeah and it was so lovely that you decided to kind of just put this on <laughs> Facebook and say guys yes stuff yeah. happens and it's not very nice but actually it's not going to last forever and yeah. you kind of come out the other side which yeah. is which is great, and it's lovely that you've had quite a, what seems to be quite a concise journey. Yeah, <laughs> which is I, really I, cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie, the journey before oh. that, with the migraines, and, yeah. and I'd gone through stuff like personally as well, that had been very difficult, and so I suppose I was at a point where I was really low, mm. and and I remember one time, and I, and I was on migraine medication, lying on the sofa in like an October half term, and just feeling so unwell, that the I'd got in touch with my um neurologist and he had prescribed me some I can't remember what it is, um potent painkiller type things that you have to yeah. be really careful with, um and I perked up again and but I remember feeling like lying on the sofa just feeling so unwell, and and just not feeling myself at all and I don't know if that's menopause, yeah. you know the migraine stuff or combination of everything but I I think. I suppose my journey with migraines is you've got to try different things until you find the one that fits for you. And I think, you know, it's the same thing for the, the HRT. Find mm. something, combination of things that work, exercise, diet, you know, medication and whatnot. Yeah, which is great. And can I, are you still doing the HRT stuff now, even though yeah. you kind of, whereabouts yeah. are you? Because I know, well, kind of post, well, kind of post, is it post 48 that you need to have a kind of year without having a period and then... I think it is. Yeah, I think I think post. I think it might be that. Well, I'm just coming up to two years. Cool. That period, and and before that, I was quite irregular. But I'd go for like a hundred days, and be like, "Oh, this is it." And then you get a visitor again. (laughs) Then you go for like two hundred days, and you're like, "This is it." And you're like, "No." And so it 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 was like that. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit it's a bit of a strange one because I bet you know your life is regulated by monthly periods, and then all of a sudden you're like. Woohoo! But then the other stuff kicks in that you're like, nobody's told you about that. It's a bit like when you've had a baby, after you've had the baby, <laughs> nobody really tells you that uh, that none of your hair drops out and then it's all going to drop out. Yeah. And that when you've had your baby, you do get the baby blues because you, all of a sudden you've gone from not having any hormones and not having this bump that's been with you. And it, I think it's a bit like that, that you've got to get used to the new kind of you. And yeah. that, that, I think that's what it is with menopause stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like you're on, like, in a nice 
bit now where you've kind of got to maybe know this new version of you and you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I won't get that you far. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get that far. But I suppose it is, yeah, finding something that, that's right for you that makes you feel like, yeah, that life is worth living, it's good, you can cope with things. Um, and, you know, just get on with get on with it so yeah which is good. It, yeah it's quite nice that I've got people that's, uh, that I work with that are going through the same thing so you know we can talk about that kind of stuff and and even workplaces being more open to talking about that kind of thing awesome. but I do one of the things I do think is that it's really difficult to kind of admit admit when you might be struggling mm. so I think the other the other thing that I have when I moved back here and then I guess was sort of before I started the HRT so I started to have I guess like many panic attacks or just feeling anxious and I remember I had to go dig in the garden one time because that was the only thing that was that's kind of and that was weird because that never happened to me and it was only I, I don't get them anymore it's only afterwards yeah. I was like that's all that's one of the menopause signs um and it's one of those where you don't want to admit to anybody at work that that's that you can't cope with stuff or that you're having a really bad day and you just need to not teach children absolutely not, you yeah. know if you're in that kind of job you're up you're on there yeah um and you just gotta get, get on it but i suppose women are quite stoic and yeah or perhaps that's been drilled into us still that that's just the way that you have to be um yeah. and yeah it's it's a very a very tricky thing thank mm. you so much for like sharing your kind of experience especially with all of the kind of anxiety stuff I think mm. that can sometimes be overlooked or kind of pushed to the side as being something else but yeah. I think it's quite important to know that overwhelm is sometimes quite a big uh, mm. sign or kind of anxiety points yeah. are quite a big a big sign um, and it's not just normal life it doesn't have to just be no. kind of a normal life symptom no and um, menopause isn't just hot sweats yeah <laughs> hot, hot flushes and sweats that's what I always thought it would be and that's it nobody ever t- told you because I don't think anybody really talked about it so I think it's it, it, there's so much information on how like I follow um the menopause doctor Dr Jenkins uh, Davina McCoy does um, um menopause Monday and there's so many weird different symptoms that you know if all of a sudden something changes and you don't know that look it up and it could be that that's it and it, it all, like people start the menopause become perimenopause in their 30s mm-hmm. and it, it's just there's always help available if you can find it yeah there's so much help available now and I, I would say I'm lucky that the doctor that I had was really good she in the practice was very much the women's doctor very interested in women's health and so if, if in any medical practice go to the one that's interested in women's health because there should be someone there now yeah practice that's really interesting because yeah quite often i think especially (laughs) talking about kind of gp surgeries at the moment where people are really struggling to get any form of appointment Mm. or see anyone um yeah perhaps just having the confidence to even ask if there's anyone in your gp practice that is more interested in that kind of Mm. side of things um that's really a really useful tip mm. <laughs> just like if you're that. not happy go to a different doctor and yeah. you know not every doctor is gonna is gonna listen to you properly so find the one <laughs> so yeah. find the one that does and then it's, it'll be good to do that yeah which is really lovely um mm. couple of little questions mm. um first one is that you kind of maybe covered it a little bit but is there anything that you felt that would have been helpful if you'd have known a bit more about an advance or is there anything you would have wanted to know about or was it more just kind of symptom related or I think now nowadays there's quite a lot of information out there and I wish I'd known that before and then I probably would have started HRT sooner Mm -hmm. 
so that that I suppose would have been great and that I think it's just brilliant because what is going on now has opened up that conversation and you know that wasn't around for me then but um I, I yeah I don't I mean there's lots that I wish I'd known but that wasn't available but that I do now so I would just say to anybody anybody who's thinking I may be perimenopausal or could this symptom be linked to it you know don't be afraid to to look up somebody who's who knows what they're doing on social media um but make sure it's someone who is reputable. Pr- yeah, yeah reputable um and there's also some really good books available as well like Davina's put some stuff together and there's um like menopause ambassadors and there's a brilliant mp for wales called carolyn harris and she is like a menopause warrior so. and so she's also uh, they they pushed and pushed and pushed they've just passed through parliament that you can buy a prepaid um mm-hmm. prescription, prescription certificate now. yeah and that means that all your your stuff is covered so yes. and Which that's that's really good I, I already have one because of my migraine meds so i'm okay but i think that's brilliant that 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 is for the people who think they can't afford their prescriptions that's yeah that's can what, you imagine being ridiculous. in a position where you just felt like mm. okay well i've just got to stay mm. in the state that i am i can't do anything yeah. to help which yeah, yeah must be awful <laughs> and so i would i would say there are people working on it and it, it, there are women who are warriors who are working to make sure that women get the, a fair deal that's and i think that's uh, that's amazing Yay. she has purple hair she's brilliant <laughs> she's super cool Going back to the hair <laughs> i know she looks great though purple no, hair. it's great yeah it's very memorable which is really yeah. good <laughs> which is fab um and again you may have um you've given us quite a good tip uh, a few good tips anyway, but do you have like a tip of the week? I'm going to try and oh try. <laughs> Apart from, just week. go to your GP. <laughs> I, I, yeah, genuinely, I think if you if you have got if like something that's changed recently in your life where for yourself, like maybe you're feeling a bit down or, you know, you've got an itchy scalp or you're just not feeling yourself, you're feeling a bit out of sorts look up the list of symptoms online and if there's anything that makes you go yeah I've got that I think they say three or more symptoms go to your doctor have a chat with them it may be that you're not able to or not ready to go on HRT mm-hmm. it may be that that's not an option for you um, but there are, are alternatives available or talk to a good doctor who can help you out and there's so many great women who can give you advice that that would be my tip that just just seek help seek advice mm-hmm. there's plenty out there that's amazing final question and hopefully this is a good one is there any embarrassing or funny or maybe tragic <laughs> moments that have happened it sounds like again you've had a nice journey but uh, nice ish or um oh gosh <laughs> if you can remember you don't have to share one either if um if there isn't anything that springs to oh, mind no i don't there isn't really anything that springs to mind um, I suppose just just my friend at work had said her patch had slipped down and she <laughs> yeah. was like, oh. Um, <laughs> no, no, not really. I guess it's just uh, nothing, nothing really. Yeah, nothing you said really... a couple of good ones about the whole like not being able to remember a dog and that kind of yeah. thing. There'll be those little, yeah. little things, I, I still do that now. That, <laughs> I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say... I thought I actually thought HRT was going to be like waving a magic wand and I'd just get back to the way that I was. But I'm going to be honest and say that doesn't always happen. I 
I've meant to get Weetabix from the shop. I've been to the shop three times and every time I go, I have a list with Weetabix at the top and I just don't remember to buy Weetabix. <laughs> um, and that's the sort of thing. You can walk into a room and you can go, I don't know, I can't remember what I'm doing. Yeah. Or if I don't take a list of the shops, I can go and go, I've forgotten what I've come for. And you walk around and you go in the direction that you remembered that you should go in and hopefully it rings a bell. But inevitably you get home and you're like, damn I forgot to get something <laughs> and that that I think is just I don't know if that's old age as well <laughs> I, don't or, I don't know if that's right or I think that's probably not. normal I think quite a lot of people will have the same thing whether they're kind yeah. of perimenopausal menopausal or I not, definitely but. think that was the big thing for me is when I started to forget things and and actually that's also one of the saddest things because in your job if it's your job to remember things yeah and then all of a sudden you forget things you actually feel like you can't do your job very well. And I did go through a few years where I didn't think I was good enough to do my job. I didn't think I, you know, I should be doing this job. And I think um, that's all part and parcel of it. That if you if you feel like that, if you go down that rabbit hole, it, the chances are, if you're a certain age, that it's actually not you. It's it's your hormones, and you just have to get them under control and see if you can you know put something back in your body that helps a bit or adapt your lifestyle um to see if there's other things that you can do to alleviate your symptoms like i said diet and exercise i'm definitely a big fan of um Mm. it doesn't it it doesn't work for everybody you know for some people that's all they do for other people they can't take hrt and there's other things that they can do but then there's always some something that you can do to try so um, and then you don't forget that you want Weetabix from the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been incredible. Thank you yeah. so much hey, for being a guest. <laughs> and it's lovely to see you again uh, and have a little chance yeah, to catch up. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you as well. so much for listening to this episode of the just pause podcast if you would like to share your story and come on to the podcast and chat with me then please be in touch because it would be lovely to hear from you before we leave just remember to take a smooth breath in a long breath out and just pause